prepared for Wednesday, but we had to cancel because there was a power outage here at church on, um, on Monday, Tuesday, um, Wednesday, and almost Thursday. <laughs> No, so it was crazy, and our house was out even longer. We were at my in-laws, and it was a fun time. So, yeah, we got hot, fresh meals every morning, and it was awesome. <laughs> it's like bed and breakfast. Um, anyways, next week, we'll be at the in-laws. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we will be up north at the end of this week, and... Um, yeah, just keep that in prayer. If you can't come, I understand. It's five hours away. Keep it in prayer for, for those there. We want to make a deposit of the glory of God, amen? And we want to leave um, and, and you know, charge them up with the presence and power of God. And so just be behind us in prayer, and um, we would appreciate that. Hallelujah. Well, today the Lord put on my heart um, the message of rest. Oh, hallelujah. Rest. Amen. <laughs> Who likes some good rest? <laughs> um, I made a, the Lord gave me an acronym for rest, and um, it's relaxing, essential, soaking time. Relaxing, essential, soaking time. When you think of rest, a lot of times you think of sitting back on your porch, maybe with a glass of iced tea if you're from the south, um, maybe laying in a hammock. I have always wanted a hammock, um, never had the two trees next to each other that could have one. Um, <laughs> um, you, you think of different things, taking a walk on the beach, um, taking a nap, you know, um, taking off of work for a week, whatever it might be to you, you think of that when you think of rest. But in order to have that, you have to do something about it, right? You have to position yourself for it, prepare for it, or you have to um, just take action and go ahead and set your hand to it. And so the Lord is just talking about resting in him, relaxing, essential, soaking time. Hebrews 4, 9 through 11, it says, There remains a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works. Just as God did from his, let us therefore make every effort to enter into that rest so that there will be no, no one that will perish by following um, their example of disobedience. There's a rest in God from your own labor when you yield and you rely upon the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we're supposed to live our lives as, as co-operators together with Christ. And how many of you have fallen in exhaustion from time to time? Whether it be spiritually, you know, people, um, they say they're, they stop coming to church sometimes because they say they're burnt out or, or a church burnt them or whatever it might be. But really what it comes down to is our relationship with God and if we're in rest, which is relaxing, essential, soaking time, getting into God's presence on a day-to-day -day basis in our relationship with the Lord. Amen? Our relationship with the Lord does not depend on what the church is doing. It depends on what you're doing every day. Amen? But it helps us. The church should be like a slingshot, to slingshot you into God's presence. And so the Lord's saying in Hebrews 4, there is a rest that's prepared and ready for the body of Christ. But we have to work hard at entering into it. Just like the Father created the heavens and the earth, and then he rested, 
he worked and then he rested, um, we too have to work ourselves into that place of rest and realize that he never intended us to live this life for him, but like we heard about last week, but by him and through him. He wants us to depend on him and his strength, not try to wear ourselves to the bone, trying in our own efforts, in our own willpower to live this life by, you know, by our own strength. Because we'll grow weary and we'll stumble and we'll fall. He never intended us for, to, for us to do it on our own. And Matthew, why? Because Matthew 26, 41, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So this week, um, spending some time with the Lord and, and just doing some studying and reading in this book that I'm reading, the Lord just, you know, I don't know if you ever were reading a book or hearing a message or um, reading the word and something sticks out to you like it's for you right now. And that's kind of how this word was that I was reading and it just spoke to me real strong and I was like, Lord, what is that for me? <laughs> What does rest look like for me? If you don't know me, I'm a very busy person. Like, even if it has to do with ministry, I always am busy. Uh, you can ask my sister. I'm always assigning jobs, Pastor Nick. I'm always texting, letting people know what I need them to do because um, my mind is busy. And that means, yeah, I'm doing things for the Lord, but I'm working, you know. And, um, you know, whether it's physical work you're doing or mental work you're doing or spiritual work that you're doing, it's still work. And the Lord has just been speaking to me about entering into rest. Cease from your work. Let him do the work. Amen. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let the glory of God do the work. Not to mean that I can sit back and do absolutely nothing, but he wants it done by his strength and his power. Amen. Why? Because if I don't, or if you don't, you're bound to fall in exhaustion. Why? Because the, flat, the Spirit's willing, yeah, you want to be at every uh, glory culture. You want to be at every constitution class. You want to be, um, you know, do your job. You want to be that best mother or best father. You want to, you know, be that best um, worker, whatever, at your job. But you're bound to grow weary in doing all this if you're doing it in your own strength. Yeah. Amen. So God wants us to rely on him and come to him because we're going to wear out if we don't yield to him and spend time with him. So I believe that you can wear out even trying to do and accomplish the will of God. And um, you can wear out because you're doing it in your own natural strength, in your own natural willpower. What you need is to depend and rely on the Lord. Amen. Um, you rely on his grace. Second Corinthians 12, 8 through 11, Paul, you know, he was having, you know, attacks of different forms and, and uh, he's begging the Lord, saying, Lord, take this away from me, you know. And, and you might be going through some tough things and you might be weary, you might be um, tired, you might be burnt out, whatever it is in the natural or spiritual, <clears throat> you might be burnt out. But the Lord um, is, is there for you but you got to call on him. Amen. He says, call on me in your day of trouble and I will give you rest. So Paul's calling on him and he's like, Lord, take this from me. Lord, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. I'm growing weary. Lord, I can't do this anymore. I know that we've all been there. Can't do this anymore. 
But the Lord, he says this three different times, Paul says, I beg the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So Paul gets this epiphany. He says, so now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me so that Christ's power may rest upon me. So it's not until he realizes that God, yes, God's called him to do this, or yes, God's called you to do that, or yes, God's called me to do this. And, and, and you know, that's for sure. God's called you to do whatever he's called you to do, and um, he wants you to walk it out. He wants you to fulfill it. However, Paul was growing weary because he didn't yet rely on the power of the Spirit. And so the Lord speaks to him. He says, three times I begged the Lord, take this from me. Maybe he was even begging the Lord, Lord, just change my direction. Lord, show me something else to do because I'm growing really tired here of all these attacks because sometimes when you're smack dab in the will of God, the enemy has it out for you because he wants to detour you from what you're called to do. And so the devil has it out for Paul. And he's like, Lord, take this from me. And the Lord's like, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength's made perfect in your weakness. You're not getting it. You're trying to do this on your own strength. So God gives him some, a word of knowledge. <laughs> Rest. Relax. Essential soaking time. <laughs> Get into my presence. Let my grace fill you. Let my strength be imparted unto you. We can't accomplish a life in the power of the Spirit and fulfill what we talk about almost every Sunday because it's, it's what I'm called to do is lead God's people to walk in the fullness of his Spirit. You can't accomplish that without the Spirit. You just cannot, and I know, you know, a well-meaning heart would, would try to, like Paul, you would try to accomplish it. You would try to fulfill God's plan for your life. You would try to attend every service. You would try to be the best mother without yelling at your kids. You would try to do all this stuff in your own strength, and you'd fail. But Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 says, Those who wait upon the Lord, he will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Whatever it is that you're doing, running, working, mothering, being a child of God, whatever it is that is causing you to be weary, to faint, the Lord says, wait upon me and let me renew your strength. Let me impart my life to you. Really, that's, that's laying down your life. That's saying, I can't do it on my own. I can't, Lord, but I know you can. So that's what Paul came to. He's like, I can't. Take it from me. And the Lord's like, no, that's not the way. Lay down your life, and I'll give you my life. The life, power, presence, and grace of God is sufficient for you. His strength is made perfect in your weakness so that you can gladly say, when I'm weak, I'm strong. Amen. I know that you have heard my testimony of that time I was like stepping in for my dad and 
and you know when, when the flu or something like that tries to hit you and you feel like a truck hit you and it's like, oh, you know, like you just want to lay in bed. And <clears throat> Well, the morning that they were out of town and I had to take a Sunday service, that happened. And there was nobody else <clears throat> that day. And I was just in the back office and I was on my knees literally like saying, I can't, but I know you can. Lord, I wait upon you. I yield to you, Holy Spirit, because literally you're going to have to take my vessel and use me. I can't even open my mouth. I can't even stand. I waited till like the second or third song in to even go out there because of the lack of physical strength. And uh, I was soaking in God's presence, waiting upon him in the back room. I didn't feel any better. I'm just saying it was by faith. By faith, you do these things. By faith, you wait upon the Lord. You're not going to necessarily, sometimes you get to feel, but you're not going to necessarily feel anything. But it's by faith. You do what God's called you to do. You do what he says to do. So I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting upon the Lord, and I go out on like the second song, third song, and the Lord just starts showing me a prayer line. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) I can't. And the Lord's like, you're just the vessel. He scolded me big time. In other words, it's not your strength. It's not your power that's going to do this. And, I mean, man, that was probably one of the most supernatural times that I've ever experienced in my life. No, I'm not going to go into detail. But it was because of the waiting on the Lord, because of the dependency on God's strength that he saw me through and the supernatural took over. Amen. And that's what God wants us to be, supernatural, manifest children of the living God walking this earth. Amen. He doesn't want us stumbling around and growing weary like the world because we've got a supernatural power access available to us. Amen. And all see, the thing is, is oh, he says to work to enter into that rest, but really it's not work at all. It's just how your mind perceives it. Because the Lord spoke to me by his spirit. He says, so many think this is such a hard task, waiting on the Lord. I mean, literally, you guys, sitting in his presence. Literally getting into his presence with some praise and worship at home or or wherever it is that you are. And then letting his presence fill the room and literally sitting there. And letting him fill you, letting him speak to you, letting him impart to you. Sometimes you feel something, sometimes you don't. It's just acting upon the word. But he renews your strength. Amen. You plug into the source of power. The Lord spoke to me something this morning that's kind of funny. He said it's your umbilical cord. It's where you receive your nutrition. It's where you receive your life. It's where you receive your grace. It's where you receive your strength to be a child of God, to be a son or daughter of the king, to walk out this life not fulfilling the lust of your flesh but yielding to the Holy Spirit. You have to learn to wait upon the Lord. So the Lord said to me, he said, so many find it such a hard task. Why? Because we want to be busy. We want to work in our own efforts. And that's literally doing nothing but sitting in his presence. So it couldn't have been next time you get up to do something for the Lord, it's not by your strength or by your might, but it's by the power of the Spirit. You can't take any credit 
for it whatsoever. Because you did nothing for it except for wait on the, on the Lord. <laughs> so the Lord says, so many find it such a hard task, but it's where they would find joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's where they would become full of glory, full of his presence, full of his power, full of his equipment to do the work that he's called you to do. That's where you're entering into his rest from your laboring. You rest and you wait upon the Lord, which is resting in itself. But then you're, you're, that is you working to enter into the rest. Isn't that ridiculous? He's literally letting you sit down at his feet, wait upon him, let him impart to you strength through that umbilical cord you're plugging back into him. And you're letting him fill you with his grace, his strength. And then you're, that's you working to enter into the rest. That essential soaking time, relaxing, essential soaking time is you working to enter into rest. Rest from your labors. Rest from you trying to live this life to please him on your own strength and on your own willpower. Amen? We cannot accomplish a life in the Spirit on our own willpower. It's the laying down of your life. It's the resting. It's the waiting upon him and allowing him to fill us up. And it's the saying, you know, when you sit there, it's you saying, I can't do it, so I'm going to plug into you. I can't, but you can. Amen? Again, Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. But they that wait upon the Lord, they that trust in him, or those that chill, or rest, or just sit in his presence, he shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Here's the thing. If your rest, your relaxing, essential, soaking time is up to par, you will not run and become weary. You will not walk and stumble and fall, and you will not fall and fail if your rest is up to par. If you've been working to enter into that rest, it's going to show. You're not going to fail. You're not going to yield to the flesh. When you neglect something that man finds such a hard task because it's us literally entering into something that's not our own works. When you yield to him and wait upon him and you come into that rest, he imparts the life, the grace, the strength that you need to live this life to please him. You'll be strengthened by the power of his spirit. You'll be equipped to do what he's called you to do whether that's motherhood, whether that's being a teacher, whether that's being a mechanic, whether that's being a construction worker, whatever it is he's called you to do, and um, spiritually, naturally, whatever it is, you'll have the grace and strength to do it. He never wanted us to live apart from him and his strength. Why? Because he knows he's the source of your life and strength. Amen? He knows that... The, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak that you could fall in exhaustion. He doesn't want that. So many find it such a hard task, but it's where they would find joy unspeakable and full of glory. You would walk in joy 
and the peace and the joy and the peace and the presence of God and, and be excited because you know that it's not your strength doing it, that it's the power of the Spirit. So rest, what is it? Rest is literally waiting upon the Lord. The rest is you taking that umbilical cord and plugging back into God and receiving the nutrients that you need. Amen? Let me just say this. There's a place for reading the word. There's a place for listening to the word. There's a place for praising and worshiping God. We need to do all those things. But that is not the rest. It's not. Rest, let me just say this. Rest by, by the Webster's Dictionary is to cease to work or to move. When you're reading, when you're singing, when you're praying, that's all work. Rest is to cease to work. To wait is to delay action. He's telling you, wait upon me. Delay action. Wait upon the Lord. And he will renew your strength. So delay action and he will renew your strength. Sit in his presence. Learn to sit in his presence. Psalms 46.10 says, be still and know I am God. There's a place that you have to enter into his presence with thanksgiving and praise. So you do that. You're laboring to enter into that rest. But once his presence shows up and you got to learn to recognize that when that peace comes into the room, it's God. But once his presence shows up, sit there. He shows up for a reason. Yeah. You're not, you're, your job isn't to just, okay, he, he came, and now I'm going to leave his presence. See, that's why we might, our worship might be a little different than some, because we don't want to just go from one song to the next. If God's on a song, his presence just came into the room. He's come to do something. He's come to impart to you. He's come to fill you. He's come to strengthen you. So now, once he walks into the room, your job is to rest, to sit. Let him impart his life to you. Let him speak to you the plans that he has for you. Let him strengthen you to do those plans. Amen? So he tells us, be still and know that I am God. So ask yourself, and I'm sure you know the answer, is my rest up to par? I know where mine has failed. I know why. Because I grow tired. I grow weary. I grow crabby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you find yourself scolding your children more, responding crabby, uh, feeling a lack of, of grace or strength to do what God's called you to do, even though you're excited about it. Whatever it might be, you're weary. Why? Your rest is not up to par. You're trying to do it in your own strength, and it's time to go plug back into the source of power. Amen? To rest in him, wait upon him, and let him renew your strength. Hebrews 4.4, 4, on the seventh day, God rested. He works, and he rests. And that is an example that was set for you and I. We have to live this life, yes, but he wants us to come into a place of rest so we get our strength renewed so we can go out and do it again. It's funny how he says uh, to the disciples, telling them how to pray, give us today your daily bread. 
That's your portion of the word that he has for you. That's your portion of the spirit of, of impartation of the life of God that he has for you. If you're not waiting on the Lord on an everyday basis, you're doing without the bread, the nutrition that you need to live that day. I know some of you have been on fast before, and it's a, it's a struggle to put your flesh down, and your flesh becomes weak because you need the nutrients. We need that spiritually even more so if we're going to live this life for the Lord. And so if we're not waiting on the Lord and we're not getting into his presence or reading his word, we're lacking nutrients. And we need to get back into it. Get back into the word. Get back into his presence. Get back into praising and worshiping. And when his presence shows up or he starts speaking, zip it. I'm serious. I know you want to praise the Lord, worship, 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 worship. That's awesome. There's a time and place for it. But if his presence comes into a room, just quiet. We worship you. Just quiet. Let him fill you. You wonder why God's not speaking to you. It's because you're not still. He's always speaking. You wonder why you're weary or why you've fallen in exhaustion. It's because you're not still. You're not resting. You're not waiting an essential soaking time. God wants to be with you. He's waiting. He's knocking on the door of your heart. Any man who will come in and open the door, he'll come in and he'll fellowship with him. Revelations 3.20. He'll fellowship with you any time you want to. He encourages us. And in Mark 6.31, he, um, Jesus and the disciples are out and, you know, they're ministering the gospel and, and uh, healing the sick and raising the dead and casting out devils. I mean, they were busy doing the Lord's work. You know, and some of us might be busy doing the Lord's work, whatever he's assigned you to do or, you know, Believe it or not, motherhood or fatherhood or, or working to take care of your family, all of that is assignments from the Lord, you know? And actually, in, even in the natural, he says, if you don't work, you don't eat. So you should be working. But, and that's, you know, it's assignment from the Lord. that You should be putting food on the table for your family. It's an assignment from the Lord. But when you become weary and crabby and, and angry and, 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 you know, of doing the thing that God's assigned you to do, it's because you are lacking essential soaking time. You are lacking waiting on the Lord. You're lacking plugging into the source of your strength and power. You're like, Paul, Lord, take it from me. God says, no, that's not what I've called you to do. I've called you to fulfill this assignment. How do I do it then? Wait upon me. Let me renew your strength. My grace is sufficient for you if you would just plug in. My grace is sufficient for you. Just plug in. Just wait on him. So Jesus is working with his disciples, doing all that they did. And uh, he tells his disciples, he says to them, come, come with me into a private place. Let's find a private place and let us rest for a while. He saw it was vital to renew their strength. Let's go to a private place where people aren't in need. Because people are constantly pulling on Jesus and the disciples, once they saw 
And so the Lord's just been speaking this to me. I was reading that book, and the Lord's speaking to me about rest. And uh, I'm like, Lord, what does that look like for me? And the Lord just started downloading and reminding me of just not just praying in the spirit, not just reading his word, not just worshiping him until his presence comes and then, okay, I touch the heart of God and then I'm going to leave the quiet place, but resting in his presence and being still and letting him fill me. You know, that's where I receive words of knowledge. That's where I receive visions. That's where you'll receive revelations and direction from the Lord. So if you're lacking direction, you're lacking rest. You're lacking his wisdom and his knowledge that comes to you when you're in that place of rest. Amen. So the Lord is just imparting that to me. And then um, I enjoy a good Hallmark movie. And it's just, I like the, um, just the little stories and whatever. I know Clayton thinks it's ridiculous. But um, so that night, after I'm reading this book and the Lord's speaking this to me, um, I decided to watch a Hallmark movie, and it's just really funny because God just is funny this way. Um, the whole movie is about this young lady who is so zealous, and God loves zealousness, but she's so zealous and so determined to do the best job at her job and be successful um, that she gives no time for herself. And the person over her tells her, you know, she's about to get this big promotion. The person tells her what she wants her to do is rest, to take time for herself. And, and I just started laughing. I was like, Lord, you're saying something here. You know, he always tells you more than once when he really means it. <laughs> I'm not saying any of this to say, uh, take a break from church or, or take a break from doing what God's called you to do. What I'm telling you this and what he was telling me, and he wasn't telling me, stop you know, take a break from church from time to time. You know, he might have somebody take a vacation, you know, and, and, you know, without any assignments or anything like that. But it doesn't mean stop doing and serving the Lord and coming to church and things like that because, and the Lord told me to say this, by the way, because you're actually going to get yourself into trouble. That's where the enemy would love to deceive you and attack because you're not, you're forsaking the assembling of yourselves. You're not receiving that, that boost of life. Amen. Today is like taking your vitamins. <laughs> it's a vitamin, you know, a dose of God's vitamins. And so that you're strengthened to go out there and continue it. I'm going to tell you, take your vitamins and you go out the rest of the six days and you continue to take your vitamins. Continue to plug into the source of power. Amen. So anyways, the Lord tells me again, he's speaking to me through this movie, rest. So I just begin studying on it, and God just begins downloading things that he said to me before and just new things and how vital it is for the body of Christ to get into God's presence and just to wait there. How do I know how much? How do I know how long? Wait until he starts speaking to you. Wait until he starts showing you. Sometimes it could be five minutes. Sometimes it could be five hours. I'm serious. But if that's what it takes for you to not fail, for you to not give in to the flesh, for you to not fall in exhaustion in your walk with the Lord, then consider it you laying down your life to find real life that's hidden in Christ. Because that's what Paul said in Colossians 3. You have found, you, you have this new life now, and it's hidden in Christ Jesus. He's your life. He's our identity. So how are we going to have this this 
power and this grace to live this life and be holy as he is holy and be righteous as he is righteous and be perfect as he is perfect. How are we going to do that? It's impossible. I've tried. People try all the time and fail out of zealousness for God and they still fail. If they can't do it, I can't do it. Here's the thing. God's grace is sufficient for you. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. So how, if it's accessible to us, why am I not experiencing it? You're not doing what he, the very thing he told you to do, to access it. Wait upon the Lord. Cease from working, and he will renew your strength. Cease from trying if I pray this long, if I read this long, if I confess this long, that all has its place, and you should be doing that as a child of God. But getting into his presence and sitting there and letting him, just letting him love you. An intimate moment with Jesus. Letting him speak to you, letting him fill you with his grace and strength. will encourage you, will lift you up, will lead you, will guide you to do what he's called you to do, to continue running this race for the Lord. Amen? Oh, praise you, Jesus. So Jesus says, let's go away to a private place. Let's rest a while. Jesus saw the importance of being refreshed in the spirit. Hallelujah. Rest is spending time in praise and worship until his presence shows up and then being still and knowing he is God. See, you also can't, you also can't just go into a room and just sit. No, you do what he says to do. So to get into his presence, you enter in by praise and worship. Once his presence shows up, which it is because it's, you're doing the, what the word says, then you sit. Zip it. Be still and wait on him. Let him renew your strength. You may feel something, you may not. Just do it by faith. Do it by faith and watch as you start to experience a greater nutrients, a greater life, a greater strength to live this life for the Lord, a greater empowerment to do and be all he's called you to do and be. Who wants that? We all want that. And so I'm not the only one who needs it. Whenever he speaks something to me, typically, 99% of the time it's not just for me, it's for the body of Christ. He teaches me so I can teach others also. Amen? So the Lord speaks to us in Psalms 46, 1 through 3. He says, God is our refuge and our strength. In Psalms 121, he says, it says, where does my help come from? Answer me. My help comes from the Lord. So if we know that answer, then we should be plugging into him every day, waiting upon him every day, getting into his presence every day and letting him fill us, letting him renew our strength. The Lord spoke to me this morning. He said, naturally, who of you get tired? Oh, my goodness. You guys stay awake 24-7? Oh, wow. Tell me your secret. You must get a lot done. Um, no, who in here ever gets naturally tired? Okay. Round 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Sometimes people are night owls, you know, 2 a.m., whatever. But you get tired at some point and you go to sleep. 
So you need rest. So what do you do to enter that rest? Ask yourself. What is the answer? Anyone? You sleep, get into bed, you do what else? You close your eyes, you lay down, and you get refreshed, don't you? I kind of drag out of bed. Clayton pops out of bed. You know, we're different. But either way, you need it. It's essential, isn't it, to, to live naturally. It's essential. But you have to decide when you're going to do it. You have to decide that you're going to close your eyes. You have to decide to lay on your bed and be still. It's exactly the same way. Isn't that easy? It's exactly the same way. We have to decide spiritually that we need rest. We have to know that it is absolutely essential. It's not a waste of time. But it's where you will find joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's where you will find your strength waiting upon him, getting your strength renewed. Nehemiah 8.10 even says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if waiting on the Lord and being still in his presence is where you'll find joy unspeakable, then that's actually where you're going to find strength, is being with him. And the word says it, my strength, my help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Jesus. Well, the Lord, while waiting upon him this morning, actually, he showed me something. And uh, I'm just going to follow what he showed me. Um, it's really according to Psalms 119.28. He says, my soul is weary. Strengthen me according to your word. Um, there are times when things happen to us, a traumatic situation um, you can have, you can have some keys. There are times in our lives where a traumatic situation might ha happen and it just sucks the life out of us, sucks the strength out of us. And, uh, I understand that. I've been there. Your dependency for strength needs to be from the Lord. The, the crying and begging I know the Lord says, call on me in your day of trouble, and I will give you what? Rest. rest. But you've you got to realize your source of strength is in him. Anybody who's, who's gone through a traumatic situation and is still walking with the Lord is because they went to him and received a new strength. Amen. But God wants to, he said, there's those um, here who have been through some traumatic situations you know, the, the enemy is trying to kill, steal, or destroy from us. And um, there's traumatic situations, but God wants to impart a supernatural strength, a supernatural rest. Um, not to say that you have to not continue. You do have to continue entering into that rest. But God wants to impart something to you, and he wants to do some healing. He said he will bind up the brokenhearted. He'll set the captives free. Amen. And so he wants to do that for you today, whether that thing was 10 years ago or 10 days ago. God wants to bring some healing and some rest to your souls. Amen.
because we can be weary in our soul and, and, and be depleted emotionally. And that's not God's will for you. And so he's going to re- release a, a restoration and a, and a reviving release of his spirit, a nutrients, if you will, to strengthen you this morning. Amen. So if that's you this morning and you've gone through something that has really depleted your strength, please come forward. I'm going to lay hands on you. And I believe God is going to renew your strength by the power of his spirit this morning.